You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3. This is Mornings with Eric and Bridget. A Marine-turned-football coach made a commitment to God that he would give thanks at the conclusion of each game for what players had accomplished and the opportunity to be part of their lives. But that commitment led to a court battle that ended up in the Supreme Court. And now he's telling his story in a new book called Average Joe. We're so pleased to welcome Joe Kennedy. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Great to be here, guys. Yeah, I, you know, first off, thank you for standing up. But how hard was it, I guess, to stand up? Tell us a little bit about your story and the commitment that you made to say this isn't right. Yeah, when I... uh when I got out of the Marine Corps after um, I retired, I met up with my childhood sweetheart. We got married, and uh, she led me down the path to find the Lord. And I, after I made a deal with him, I was all in. And then I watched the movie Facing the Giants, and I was inspired to, to actually, you know, do the coaching job and to give God the glory after every game. And that's what I did. And to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, the toughest thing in the world. <laughs> I wish I could say it was fun and easy, but no, it was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems kind of crazy that the act of praying at the end of a game and being really an example to your students would lead you and really end you up in this court battle. What was your first thoughts as you found out, first of all, you were being fired for expressing, you know, and exercising your freedom? I kept thinking that this was just a big misunderstanding and a mistake. How could something so simple as a 30-second prayer, praying by yourself after a football game, lead to a termination? And I just, I just could not wrap my brain around how the courts would start ruling in the, in the favor of the opposition of removing any kind of religious um, uh, demonstrations of faith in, in the public square would get you fired. Well, there's that moment also when you have to say to yourself, either I'm going to obey what they're telling me, even though I believe this is wrong, or I'm going to stand up and say, no, you're wrong, and I need to do what is right. And what was that moment like when you made the decision to say, I'm going to stand up for what I know is right? Yeah, that's the was a real tough one. Uh, you know, I was hearing it from both sides of I should be doing this or shouldn't be doing that, and you know, submit to authority. And I just kept going back to being a, a Marine. And every time I think about it, there's lawful orders and there's unlawful orders, and this very much seemed like an unlawful one. It seemed to go against everything I believed in as far as being an American and, the, and what the Constitution means and the First Amendment. And when my players asked me, they said, Coach, can't you just give in and, and do what they say? So, you know, it would be so much easier and could stay, you know, our coach. And I knew at that second that, yeah, I had to fight this because I, could you imagine me being a coach and, and telling these guys to do whatever it takes, no matter how rough it is, and I'm the one to give up as soon as this became uncomfortable? Yeah, this was a no-win situation, so I had to stand up and fight for this. We're speaking with Coach Joe Kennedy, whose new book drops today. It's called Average Joe. It's all about his story. And is it about your story even leading up to all these court cases, or is it really centered on what we know you for? Yeah, no, it's it's my whole entire life. It really shows, uh, to me, it's a, it's a giant love story between um, my love for my wife, uh, my love for my country, and love for my God. 
And it goes back uh, from uh, beginning of time, from conception all the way through today, and really highlights the things that that God can use anybody. If he can use the least, the least likely guy like myself, he can use anybody in America to do some incredible things. Well, going through the court system isn't the most normal thing in the world, but then the, the Supreme Court is even a little stranger, I would think. Thankfully, I've never had to deal with any of this, but uh, June 27th of last year must have been pretty impressive for you in 2022. You, that's when you really found out that you'd won, right? Yes, it was. It was quite an incredible experience, uh, just learning how the court system worked and it, knowing that you're going before the, the largest or the, the the last court that's biggest in the land and being able to have them actually rule on the facts and make the ultimate decision on, you know, religious liberty for all Americans. Uh, that was a lot of weight on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing, I wasn't really thinking about winning. I was trying to think of, oh, my gosh, if, if we lose this, what, what repercussions is that going to have for religious freedom in America? Yeah. Is that what kept you going? Because obviously it wasn't just a Supreme Court. You went through multiple, multiple, multiple court cases and... Yeah, you didn't want to give up, but it, it's it's very human to say, I'm just tired of this. But what kept you going? I, I would say my foundation in, in the Lord, he really uh, prepped me from, the, you know, from when I was a little kid, uh, being that defiant kid, the, the fighting one. And through the military, my whole entire life has been about fighting. He made me as a warrior a kind of spirit. And I wish I could say I was one of those lovey-huggy Christians, but I'm not. I'm more the warrior-type guy, and fighting is is something that God really has designed me for. And it it was an honor to be able to, you know, God called on me to fight this fight, which is really odd. It just shows he's got a heck of a sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wanted to ask what this means to me or the basketball coach or something else, but let me ask another question first, because you brought up being a warrior. What does a warrior do when the battle's over? Where, where do you go now? What, what's your plan now that uh, you've won your case? Wow. Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. Right now, I'm just going around and helping anybody and everyone with uh, religious liberties and, and finding out what the Constitution means to them. So that's one of the main things I'm doing. Um, my wife and I are getting ready to start um, – uh, seminary class so I can actually learn what the Bible says since I'm I'm not really up to speed on what the Bible says. And we'll see where God takes us. We're just here to serve and wherever God pulls us, we're going to do it. Oh, that's, well, that's exciting because isn't that what he really, what he wants from all of us is just that availability and then he'll take it from there. And that's, I think your story is case in point of that, isn't it? It, it is. And, you know, this this book will definitely, t- you know, make you laugh, make you cry, make you angry and really inspire people that, my gosh, you know, this is this is what America has turned into. What what can I do about where we are today and hopefully give them the right steps and, and then inspire them to give them the the ump to stand up for themselves and for the Constitution and as a Christian. What was it important? Was it important for you? I mean, it it did take a team of all sorts of people to get you through this, and probably including your church family. What was it like to have just this group of people, from lawyers to pastors to other coaches, possibly helping you kind of push you across the finish line? Oh, I I sat there and thought about this when it first started happening, and I felt like I was the only guy in America that was going through anything, and I felt very lonely on it, like a 
a corner of some lonely street. But let me tell you, once you started looking around, I saw millions, not just the people that were helping me actively in in uh, the law, you know, with the case and, and all my people that surrounded me immediately, but millions and millions of Americans across the United States sent us letters and inspiring and been praying. And I think that's the number one thing of why it turned out so big and so great is because America all together just joined in prayer to make sure that, you know, God was listening to us. And when I think it says where two or more are gathered. Well, if you put two or three or 10 million people together, God is going to listen and he's going to turn things around. And it's amazing to see what he did with that. Mm. Well, this battle that you endured and even won to fight for your, especially your First Amendment right, is taking on so many different forms today. And there may be someone listening who, let's say their employer is asking them to do something or not do something that goes against their conscience. What would you say to them today? Yeah, really just stand up for what they believe is right, because we're all, all born with that. You can hear that little little voice inside that says, this is wrong. I can't go along with that. Well, there is so much power in that. And if you press into God, you will definitely, he will see you through it. And there's so many people in your churches and in your life that will help you every step of the way. Um, you've got groups like First Liberty. First Liberty Institute, uh, uh, ADF. I mean, there's a million groups out there that could settle these things before they even turn into a law uh, battle. But uh, just giving up, man, I, I, I hate to think that any American will go through their life going, man, I wish I would have st- stood up for this. Mm. Well, Coach Joe, was your favorite part of facing the Giants where they blindfolded the kids and started yelling at them? Is that your favorite scene? <laughs> That's mine. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, the death crawl was absolutely one of the best. And uh, that's one of the funny things is that I I took a lot from that movie. The Kendrick brothers were simply incredible and it inspired me. I have my own death crawl for for my football team and it made that one look like kids play. So yeah, I, I was inspired by those guys. My favorite part for sure. Maybe that'll be facing the Giants too. (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) well you were inspired by facing the giants and we hope that your story also inspires so many to stand up for their god-given right here in our country and your story is penned in your new book called average joe the coach joe kennedy story we want to encourage our friends to head to our webpage because we've got a link to it and your website at ericandbridget.org thank you coach for joining us this morning Uh, Thank you, guys. God bless you. Have a great day.